Welcome back to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Wednesday afternoon. I'm really excited to welcome back to the program Cruzy McCalligan, who is our midweek audio columnist. How are you doing, Cruzanne? I'm good. It's not a very nice day outside today, I can see, but I'm doing really well. I'm not doing the way that you would think I am based on the topic of today's audio column and my background for anyone watching on Facebook Live. (laughs) So Um, what is the topic today then? We're talking about anger, Um, but I'm not not angry right now. I am a very angry person, usually. No, you're not angry. No, I don't know. I think I am. I think I am. I think I have... I have a a particular fondness for grumpy people, not like angry, aggressive people, but grumpy people. I find like, especially grumpy women. I love grumpy women. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when you meet someone and they're just like, they've got a heart of gold, but they're still like, oh yeah, I'm all right, but geez, you know, like, and they've just got like an opinion on something. So I, I have like a soft spot for grumpy women, which is probably just because I'm trying to be kinder to myself as a grumpy woman but I'm not always I'm not I'm I'm not angry right now I'm not angry I'm not angry everybody I'm not angry um but we're talking that's about what, anger. that's what people that's what people say when, when they're not angry <laughs> you know <laughs> I'm not angry I'm just disappointed I'm just disappointed no um no we're talking about anger and I think it's an important thing to talk about in the world at the moment is to talk a little bit about why people are so angry um because there's a lot of anger in the world at the moment and a lot of it is. And we have some Wi-Fi connections uh, problem at the moment. We'll try and get uh, Cruzy back on as soon as possible. Um, oh, we got you back, Cruzy. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, no, back. Sorry. Yes. Sorry, I can say that again. So I was just going to say, um, yeah, I was just saying that the world is full of a lot of anger at the moment. Some of it justifiable, some of it probably not justifiable. Um, and the fact that anger is, is an inherent emotion that we have as a species and that it's not always a negative thing. So we're going to have a little bit of a chat about it today and what it is. Um, of course, anger itself is not the bad thing. The motivating power of anger um, can be that it acts as an incentive to release pent up aggression in like, you know, it's good to go for, I always go for the best runs or walks or workouts when I'm a bit angry, <laughs> as I'm sure we all do. Um, but it's important that we um, that we understand and our own anger and we see where it's coming from and things like that. Now, interestingly, a lot of people have always attributed things with anger, like the anger of the gods, right, has been something that we've had in like human history a lot, right? Like something goes wrong because you've angered the gods. So we've always had this concept of like that anger has a consequence and the consequence is is a physical thing in our in our world. So, you know, um, we've used God's, God's anger to explain a lot of calamitous natural events. One example is the flooding of the Yellow River, which was attributed to the river god Hopo, who was um, like he was angry, who flooded the river. And we get that a lot, you know, it's that act of God. And um, if the act of God is a tornado or something like that then obviously you made god angry because why would someone send a tornado if they were having a great day um so in that way it's quite interesting and we often think of anger as only an intense emotional to stimuli but actually anger occurs across the on it has a very broad spectrum from sort of low end mild irritation right through to extreme out of control anger right so it's it's a big spectrum of feelings like and I think we would all probably experience anger every day in some form. Have you experienced anger today? Um, 
maybe not. Or frustration. Frustration, yes. <laughs> You're like, no, I'm very serene. <laughs> no, I'm hardly serene. Yes, frustrated. Just little things uh, like, you know, the MTR door closing too soon. I was about to, like, jump on. Little things like that. Oh, and a woman didn't get out of my way when I had, you know, my little baby. And I was, like, just trying to get out of the door, of the, the screen door of the MTR. Yeah. But I try to hold back yeah. my aggression because before I get angry at somebody, I, I often think, what kind of a day are they having? Maybe they're yes. having a bad day. Yeah. So, you know, by projecting my own anger onto them, then maybe I'm ruining their day further. But that's only because well, uh, you've know. caught me in a good mood right now, Cruz. Why Other are we days. having this conversation then? I think you're enlightened. <laughs> you're essentially the product of self-examination. And that's exactly, you touched on some really important things there, which is why empathy and compassion can really help with our anger and understanding why we're angry and who we're angry at and just thinking a little bit rationally, which is very difficult to do when you're angry. And, you're, and that's because anger is a hijacker. It, it originates in the part of our brain known as the amygdala. And of course, when we perceive certain stimuli, like someone threatening your space or, or not catering to your child, as you described, um, it can do what has kind of hijacked the amygdala, resulting in our fight or flight response. Um, and of course, like the fight response is a little bit of anger and the flight response is probably both are coming from like fear, but you know what I mean? And of course, it's quite interesting in that way. Um, I've always thought sometimes I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of letting myself get esoterically angry at situations sometimes. So this is what I definitely have within my marital relationship is the need to be like, shut up, sit down. I'm going to get up on my soapbox and be angry about an issue at you, not to you, because I know it's got nothing to do with you for about 25 minutes. 25 and minutes. it gives me, okay, yeah, sorry. Like that's not a good day, all right? I'm, I'm saying like, this is how I get some of my like social justice anger out, right? Now, of course, there's something very cathartic about that. Um, there's something very cathartic about the process of that angry energy. And if you have something that you really feel strongly about and you are angry about, you want to do something about, you have to get that energy out. And experiencing anger can release hormone uh, adrenaline and cortisol. So in that way, it can be quite a productive yeah. emotion to be like, right. And it can give you an energy boost that can last like several minutes to be angry. You know, when you really... Even if you're tired, it's amazing as as a mother, how I can snap even when I have no energy left in me. I'll oh, find some to stuff get angry done. about yeah. something. Yeah, or like driving the car and like, what were you thinking? Why didn't you indicate? You know, that kind of thing. But I will talk about that again because actually apparently women are, are more prone to road rage. I didn't realize that. Road rage really? anger. Really? Yeah, apparently. Um, but of course the problem is that it's like having the right dose. So in a, in a way, anger can be motivating to us, but also it, um, the, and it can have that boost of energy, but it has to be in moderate levels. It's not a, it's not a healthy emotion to operate at that level of angry all the time. And they say that like, for example, at, at very, very high levels, anger can adversely affect performance because it decreases fine motor coordination and slows our cognitive processing speed. So if you're angry all the time, you can't think, you literally can't think, think straight. straight. You can't think straight. You can't, can't think clearly and you can't, do what you need to do. And I find that if I'm having an, an a not an angry day, maybe a frustrated day, you know, one of those days where you spill coffee down your front and then you've forgotten your keys and then somebody else has said something rude to you. And then, you know, there's a series of events and you're frustrated 
and you have one of those days and then somehow it seems perpetuating and the more frustrated you get the more that you keep knocking over the coffee cups and you keep not being able to find the things you want and it does have that sort of that knock, knock on, on avalanche effect, yeah. like that knock on effect it can also apparently um feelings of anger may affect your ability to do well in a in like in like a, a test in terms of memory memory recall so they say that chemicals associated with anger can actually kill neurons in our hippocampuses and prevent the growth of new neurons and this can the result of this can actually weaken the memory faculties of our brains so if you imagine like it's very easy to say oh be a zen human being but to people who every day have anger in them and justifiable <gasps> anger people who are having like that 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 real threat to survival which is one of the reasons we have anger if someone's threatening our resources or our space or our bodies or whatever it is and you have anger that's that's you know that has a physiological effect on us and that it makes carry so much us. sense I, I i've been yeah. i've been told i had a really good memory and i'm not saying i used to be zen but i remember not getting so angry <laughs> but since having children i've been getting angrier and my memory is sort of yeah. going like i'm yeah i've got forget- no memory anymore <laughs> yeah. i don't remember anything yeah. anymore. but of course like it, it is also like having i think of course a lot of anger is like when we talk about like children experiencing anger it's mainly like frustration yeah. really it's like i want the thing and i can't have the thing and that's why children get frustrated and it's why it's a really important part of parenting and why we have to as parents you you tend to have to re-examine Rise i think in a weird it. way i've actually become yeah i've become i'm not zen i'm nowhere near zen but i think i've tried to be more zen since becoming a parent because you do think you have to model behavior and teach your children how they 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 handle complex emotions and anger is quite a complex emotion because it's very powerful and you feel it all through your body and your heart rate goes up and all these different things happen so i think in that way it's quite interesting but actually children showing kind of aggression that's more like a learned experience so that's usually through people seeing something happen yeah. maybe in their home or in other places so in that yeah, just yeah. So in, guppy like walloping <laughs> kipper with the doll i don't think i don't think your your child accidentally bopping another child on the head is is aggression is learned aggressive behavior i think you're okay um but interestingly so they say that um yeah so that, so in that way it's quite interesting um of course um a lot some studies have hinted that women are actually angrier than men in general um but that men are more likely to act on their anger through the use of physical force or violence so women are just but i mean i think it's one of those things where like well do we have enough time on the program to talk about all the reasons women are probably angry <laughs> we probably don't so it's it's again it doesn't mean that ang- anger is a, is a negative emotion there's nothing wrong with talking about um being being angry of course we have problems with things like consumption of alcohol consumption of alcohol inhibits the normal functioning of the brain which can compromise our ability to control emotions and also pr- promotes aggressive behavior so that becomes a bit of an issue an issue as well um and so it's interesting to see there's a lot of statistics around the kinds of people who are, are more angry and not always it's not always the most uh kind of like the people who you think would be justifying anger. They often say that kind of in um, in Western societies where people have more of a sense of, I had a wonderful fact about this. It was comparing, let me just find it. It was comparing Western societies to, um, to like uh, Inuit groups and saying that, you know, in Western society, uh, we have this sense of, um, we have the sense of, 
control and people want to be controlling all the time and they want to you know and then when things don't go the way we plan we throw out we throw our toys out the cot and we get frustrated and and that actually when we look at other societies around the world for example the Inuits they say that when the Inuits are scolding a child and getting very angry at a child it is actually demeaning to the adults and it's not perceived as a healthy thing right whereas a lot of other cultures and maybe I would say that in sometimes in here in Hong Kong, we have this a little bit in Hong Kong culture and other cultures around the Western cultures as well. That is that sense of like having to tell, you know, express your anger at a child. And then what that breeds in our society, which is that when you're angry, you have to find the source of your anger and you have to be angry at the source of your anger, which is not necessarily a good thing either. Um, interestingly, though, um, so it's not just other people that can cause anger. We can experience anger with our environment or situations. Those can cause us frustration. Things like noise pollution, which you may not even realize you're experiencing, can actually have a subconscious feeling and give you that frustration and that anger. When you hear somebody chewing and eating really loudly. Oh, no. don't even. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> Oh, I hate that. that or people, you know what makes me really angry? People popping their finger joints. That's a way for me to get <laughs> oh, really angry really fast. Really? Oh. I didn't know that. Oh, oh. oh, please don't. Please don't. I won't, please don't. I won't. Um, but it's it's quite it's quite fascinating. They also see that people who are very very angry, um, like a lot all the time, and that everything is you know um, that they they perceive their their own intelligence as higher. They no, don't pop your finger. <laughs> um, um, so there's something then. There's interestingly um, this idea of like don't go to bed angry, which is a concept that you know most of us have probably had as advice when we got married. Never go to bed angry or whatever. But there's a, there's a bit of a reason for that as well. Apparently, um, there's this thing called frontal alpha asymmetry, and in plain English, that's when brain waves dance in the frontal lobes and they become mismatched during anger. So our brains are quite rhythmic and and beautiful and that's why all these things like meditation and yoga and gratitude and gratefulness and mindfulness all this stuff works because our brains are on a beautiful rhythm right so when we're angry um that's all out of sync and scientists were really um were really curious to see if those waves the the alpha waves went out of sync during bad tempered dreams and in 2019 they had a whole bunch of volunteers who were asleep in a laboratory and they were wearing electrode caps to to measure their brain activity and then throughout the night after experiencing dreams they got woken up and they said oh did you have an angry dream and they said yes and they actually found that when you're having angry dreams, those waves are scrambled too. So you don't get a very restful night's sleep. And that they found that actually those kind of crabby, angry feelings before you go to bed can induce those kinds of dreams. So it's all connected. So it's, again, it's that idea that, you know, um, if you have, you know, if you have scrambled alpha waves when you're awake and scrambled, you'll have scrambled alpha waves when you're asleep, which will result in scrambled alpha waves when you're awake again. So essentially, you've just got to get to the heart of your anger and find out why you're angry. Um, so I think that's kind of like they're quite interesting in 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 that way. I think it's quite interesting to think that, you know, you can't just sort of like snap yourself out of it. Um, in the UK and the US, they have anger clubs. So this is kind of like fight club, but without like a human cost. Mm. So like people will go along and like smash plates 
or like you know like throw things at a oh, wall yeah, to like get their anger smashes. out yeah yeah and of course it's not really a therapy i'm sure it's very satisfying at the time um and of course you can just go and you can tear up paper or swear or whatever and there is a release in that but of course you're never going to really tackle your anger until you look at the root causes of your anger um, and it is amazing to look at the kinds of people who are most test as being most angry and not always i'm not saying that anger is not justified with everyone everyone is entitled to feel their anger but it's interesting in some of the studies i was looking at it'll be like more kind of privileged groups of society or higher socioeconomic brackets who feel like more anger almost more intensely when you really think actually i don't know if you know there's you know from the outside maybe there isn't there doesn't seem to be a lot that would make you angry in in terms of other more marginalized groups of people um that you know but so that's a really interesting concept as well is that sometimes people who you know you think uh who the idea of being able to come to terms with your anger is not about being wealthy intelligent university educated like C-level uh, management executive, it could actually just mean that you're just, you know, like anyone is capable of achieving that inner, <laughs> inner and uh, personal Turmoil. anger management state, which is quite, uh, which is quite an amazing thought, really. So yeah, so I think there's something we can definitely learn from the Inuits in that, in that regard, that we can say that, you know, um, that's a really big one. I really love um, that texting has its own subcategory within being angry and that how the, the language of texting ha can convey so much. And one of the things they said, which was, um, you know, we have, we're very complex. Human beings are very complex. And it's one thing that's really interesting now that we're all wearing masks and we can't read each other's faces as well as we used to. That has caused, I think that is causing some anger. You know, when people are out and about to the same degree, it's like really hard to smile at someone. You've got to really squint your eyes out to be like, I promise I'm smiling. I'm getting more wrinkles you know? in my, around my eyes because of that. I make a point to smile at strangers. Well, then that's you a know? beautiful reason to get more wrinkles in my opinion. I think that's wonderful. But they were saying that in terms of um, that so in and our language our spoken word the way we speak to each other and um, whether that's through sign language or through verbal language like our physicality is so important and when we look at texting without most people realizing it one punctuation mark is being culled because it makes the sender seem angry and that punctuation mark is the full stop uh, or the the period if you're american they call it the period um but the full stop and they say that you know if you have it at the end of a sentence it does make the sentence look more, more declarative. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, it does. You know, like, and I, I, I know this, I've had a, you know, whenever I get a text reply that's okay, full stop, I do get a bit like, all right then, steady on, yeah. like, okay, full stop. And I'm like, what, you could have just said K or okay without a full stop. But it, it's so funny how we perceive these things, like one little dot can completely change the meaning the way that yeah we perceive the, the meaning, meaning. <laughs> and i should know that i'm a copywriter but um but it is it is fascinating how that we we have that perception and how like the you know having emojis um and doing like a you know the colon bracket smiley face was able to diffuse some of that you know ill-perceived um an unintentional anger that would come from people over punctuating a, over punctuating a sentence um but yeah so it's it's quite a fascinating thing anger I, i've been thinking about it a lot recently because i think um it's one of those things that people are getting 
ah, oh, you feel like people can get more and more angry and, and there's, you know, there's things that you have every right to be angry about. People should be angry about things. Anger is an emotion that's there to protect us to a degree. It's when we feel threatened, when we feel scared. A lot of the time, I think people's aggression and anger comes from a place of fear, not from a place of hatred or, or violence or anything like that. And I think it's um like, like you said, the, the best thing that we can do is, is try to make sure that we're taking time out for ourselves to relax and process anger because if we don't process it, it just builds up. And like you said, it's to be more empathetic at the cause of our anger. Um, one thing I, I do love is that the Danes in Denmark have a beautiful way of doing this. So they're, they're, they consistently rank as one of the happiest nations on the planet. And it has to do with a word they have. It's called pit, pit, pit. I can't say it properly and I can't find a consistent <laughs> recording. So we'll just say it that way, pit. And basically it's, their, it's voted as their favorite word. And it doesn't have an exact English um, tra um, translation. It could be, a, but it's basically a phrase that sort of says, oh, well, like, right, in like Danish. <laughs> Is that so, your um, Danish so, like, accent? Oh, yeah, wow. that's my Danish accent. Um, so, so um, like, you know, they, they have, someone comes out to the supermarket, they have a parking ticket, bit, um, you know, <laughs> like uh, uh, that kind of thing, maybe. Um, and, but even in there, if they, you know, they just shrug and say, bit, and that's not for everything, obviously, if someone has seriously wronged you and there's a real injustice. But those little things, those little frustrations that can add up, they just have a way of going, bit. Um, and apparently, even in schools, teachers have bit buttons for kids to push when they've lost a game, or if they need to let go of something that can't be changed, they have go and push the pit button. And this teaches them not to overreact, but to refocus, to settle and to keep to move on. And of course, um, you know, it needs to be used responsibly, but it's a really important word. And I think I think it's amazing. I think my husband has this in a really big way. He's very good at brushing off minor frustrations, whereas for me, they add up super quick and they get pressure cooked super, super quick. And I think I need a pit button, but I think he is my pit button. <laughs> so I think that's a pretty good thing as well to find those people that balance you out a bit. Um, I have some quotes to finish on today. I have quite a few. Um, the first one is from Ralph Waldo Emerson, who said, we boil at different degrees, which I love. I love that. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Mark Twain said, anger is an acid that can do more harm to the vessel in which it is stored than to anything on which it is poured, which I think is also a very lovely Wise. quote. Uh, Ambrose Bierce, a writer, said, um, speak when you are angry and you will make the best speech you will ever regret. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's wonderful. And the last one is from Aristotle, who said, Anybody can become angry. That is easy. But to be angry with the right person and to the right degree and at the right time and for the right purpose and in the right way, that is not within everybody's power. And that is not easy. Wow. Famous yeah. words of Aristotle. Famous Cru words. Cruz, thank you so much for your sharing. I learned so much and I hope we can all deal with our anger accordingly. Like you said, anger is not necessarily yes. a bad thing, but it's OK to sit with those feelings and let it go. Right. Yep. Yep. Well, on this <laughs> pit. <laughs> Thank you so much, Cruzy, and we will chat to you again next week. Thank you very much. And that's Cruzy McCalligan. Bye for now.